if we don't put in one dollar and a Coke comes out, something has gone wrong and the contract hasn't been enforced correctly. In the case of a smart contract, the machine in question is a computer algorithm. To use another example, you could set up a contract where the title deed of a home is transferred from a seller to a buyer as soon as the buyer's money is sent to the seller. This transaction would usually require a third party to verify it and thus incur an extra cost. But using smart contracts, the transaction executes automatically once both sides have upheld their part of the agreement, so a third party is not necessary. The lack of a third party, such as a bank or auditor, has the potential for huge cost savings across a wide variety of industries. Is Ethereum the same as Bitcoin? Not really. They're both distributed public blockchain networks. That much is true, but that's pretty much where the similarities end. As previously mentioned, Bitcoin only has a singular function, which is a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system to handle payments online between two parties. Bitcoin's blockchain is only used to track these payments and determine who owns how many coins. Ethereum, on the other hand, is used as a platform for running many different kinds of decentralized applications. Unlike Bitcoin, Ethereum has multiple functions beyond just functioning as an alternative method for payments. Ethereum tokens, known as Ether, although the terms are often used interchangeably, are used to process the running of the applications, essentially to pay for the space on the Ethereum platform, a kind of fuel that is used to run the requested operations of the specific application and the execution of smart contracts. To use an example of a smart contract versus just a transaction, we can compare Bitcoin to Ethereum. Bitcoin can process a transaction of one Bitcoin from Steve to Sarah. We can see how much Steve sent and how much Sarah received. What Ethereum can do is set up a contract where Steve will send Sarah one Bitcoin on a set date in the future, but only on the condition that Sarah has less than 10 Bitcoin in her Bitcoin wallet on that date. So if Sarah has more than 10 Bitcoin on that date, the contract knows it should not execute and transaction will not take place. Another way you could look at Bitcoin versus Ethereum is that Bitcoin is version 1.0 of a blockchain use case where Ethereum is version 2.0. Others like to use a Netscape versus Google Chrome analogy. So is Ethereum a programming language like JavaScript or Ruby on Rails? Again, not really. Ethereum is just a blockchain platform that applications can be built on. You can think of it more like an operating system like Windows or iOS. The apps and smart contracts themselves are programmed in a variety of languages such as Solidity. How does Ethereum have value? So if Ethereum isn't purely a cryptocurrency, how does it have value? The answer is that Ethereum tokens, ETH or Ether, have value as long as the Ethereum network is up and running. The more programs that are running on the network, the more Ether are needed to keep the network running, and therefore the higher the value of Ether. You can think of this like the total amount of gas needed to run all the cars in the world. By buying Ethereum, you are showing faith in the network and the applications that are running on it. Chapter 2. Who is Vitalik Buterin? While the identity of Bitcoin's figurehead, Satoshi Nakamoto, has never truly been revealed and may not even be a single person, Ethereum followers can look firmly towards Vitalik Buterin as the leader for the project. 
an unassuming-looking 23-year-old born in Russia, raised in Canada, with a love of unicorn t-shirts, mismatched socks, and decentralization principles, Buterin's first entry to the cryptocurrency world was hearing about Bitcoin from his father at the tender age of 17. He claims he dismissed the idea of cryptocurrency at first, believing there was no intrinsic value, but after quitting his World of Warcraft obsession, he sought something else to sink his time into. Naturally, being a teenager and having somewhat of an us-versus-them mentality against large centralized institutions, he re-examined cryptocurrency and eventually began writing for a Bitcoin blog, in which he was paid 5 Bitcoin, then worth around $50 for each article. Buterin then went on to co-found Bitcoin Magazine while studying at the University of Waterloo. Buterin co-founded Ethereum at the tender age of 19, with the aim of creating a network that could deliver multiple digital services without